0: The state's parties to the South Pacific Nuclear Free Zone Treaty, the Rarotonga Treaty, convened their first ever meeting on Tuesday, the 15th of December last week, the meeting was in response to the call by Pacific Islands Forum leaders at their 50th meeting held in Tuvalu in 2019 to operationalize the provisions of the treaty. Following its adoption at the 16th uh, Forum leaders meeting in the Cook Islands, the treaty was only the second of its kind today. There are five such regional nuclear-free zones covering 116 nations. We are joined now by Ms. Tipaidu Herman, secretary for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Immigration in the Cook Islands, uh, uh, ora And thank you so much for your time this morning, Tipaidu. Kiorana, Brian, and uh,
1: thank you for this opportunity to speak on such an, such an uh, important issue.
0: Te do firstly, to present a statement for your country in the first meeting of the Rarotonga Treaty, knowing the sense of history this has for a nuclear-free world and knowing that history is from your own island, how do you rank that as a memory for 2020? Um,
1: thank you, Brian. Obviously, 2020, COVID-19 is, is what 2020 was all about. Um, and I guess along similar lines, what COVID-19 highlighted this year is um, the very personal nature of global catastrophic risks and the consequences of failing to anticipate, plan for and prevent catastrophic events, which brings me to the Rarotoma Treaty. And, um, you know, uh, the Rhode Island's involvement uh, in the, um, the South Pacific Nuclear Free Zone Treaty Um, referred to as the Rarotonga Treaty because it was signed in Rarotonga, I think um, is is, uh, what COVID-19 has done is really brought to the surface the significance of such um, visionary uh, commitments, if you will, uh, collective action by our region to bring about real change. Uh, So the meeting uh, last week, while it was the first by the state party since the signing in 1985, I think its significance in a COVID world uh, has has been truly amplified. And the Cook Islands are are delighted to have played such an integral role in bringing the treaty to fruition through the signing of the treaty in 1985, but also in the the meeting uh, of ministers last week, as well as the commitments they have made uh, to to further progress some of the objectives uh, as detailed in the treaty.
0: Why is this new momentum of the Rarotonga Treaty so important for the Cook Islands' nuclear legacy and for the Pacific as a whole, Uh, Te Pari?
1: I think one of the things, again, I go back to COVID-19. What COVID-19 has taught us is the the, the extensive consequences and the catastrophic um, effects of failing to anticipate for, plan for and prevent catastrophic events. Now, as relates to um, uh, the Ratonga Treaty and our zone, you know, there is is much to celebrate, I think, in terms of achievement. This year we celebrate the 35th anniversary of the adoption of the treaty by forum leaders. They did that in Ratonga when we hosted in 1985 in the margins of our independence, uh, self-governance celebrations. Uh, And this year, we also acknowledge the permanent cessation of nuclear testing in our region 24 years ago. Um, And that was made possible by, first of all, the determination of the leaders of that time. And you're talking the late Sir Tom Davis for the Cook Islands. You're talking the the late Sir Ratus Sir Kamasesimara. You're talking Australia's former Prime Minister Bob Hawke. To have decided 35 years ago that this zone was going to be nuclear free and then to have worked over the last 35 years to make that happen as full credit um, to the commitment of many, many people over many, many years and not just governments, whole of societies. I reflect to 1995 when a flotilla of Bakka from around our region, including the Cook Island's old oh, the old pomicel the cross. Um, I was a student, uh, first year at university. Those visions are still vivid in mine. Um, Yet despite all of this, there is still so much to be done. Our region note with concern that as of the beginning of 2020, nine states possess approximately 13,400 nuclear weapons. Most of these are in a state of high operational alert So in as much as the challenge perhaps reflecting back in history to 1985 was was significant then, I I would suggest that perhaps today it is even more significant um, with the the global pandemic we're dealing with, with the inevitable economic crisis um, that we still have nine states who have this and these nuclear weapons and they are in a state of high operational alert remains of concern. Uh, to the people of the Cook Islands um, and to the people of the Pacific. It was only this year, I think, earlier this year, where we had some serious concerns about North Korea and possible um, activation uh, that put Pacific people right in the crossfire. So the work and the challenge, I would suggest, is perhaps even greater in 2020. um, What it does require is, just as we did in 1985, I think, first of all, Um, our region to sort of really step up collective action, take the necessary um, commitments and follow through action, whether it be legislation, whether it be international treaties at the national level, and then collectively advocate as a region. um, Because so much more needs to be done and we must advocate to partners of our region who are amongst these nine countries that uh, we must um, eliminate we must be a nuclear-free world, just as the Pacific is a nuclear-free
0: zone. Mm. Uh, Te Pai, the ministers have said they will form a new group next year to sort out uh, what the treaty will do next. Uh, will the Cook Islands be part of that group? Uh,
1: thanks very much, Brian. Certainly uh, our commitments um to a nuclear free will uh, has been a steadfast one and and, um, beyond sort of the action uh, that we took back in uh, 85-95 in um, 2018, we signed on to the the second Pacific country to join the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons. Um, We see this um, decision of ministers to operationalize a working committee as Uh, a vehicle that can continue to build momentum, that can focus um, officials on work programs, um, both to be delivered at national level, but also in our advocacy work um, with our international partners and also for participation in the multilateral forum. Uh, There is much more work to be done.
0: And if I need to, uh, with other global treaties coming into force in 2021, what's the big takeaway message of the Rarotonga Treaty for our Pacific people in 2020?
1: I think one of the things is we should draw inspiration and empowerment from the actions in 1985 under the Rarotonga Treaty and sort of all the actions Pacific leaders um, and governments uh, have taken since then. 2021 is a very big year. The declaration by ministers from their meeting last week is a strong reflection of the concern we in the Pacific all share about regional and global nuclear issues. These concerns and that declaration position us well for 2021, which is a big deal for nuclear disarmament, regionally and globally, with the five yearly review conference on the Treaty on the non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. The Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons comes into force and growing con- concerns from all our Pacific leaders for action on dealing with the legacy contamination in our region from nuclear testing. And that legacy contamination is one the Cook Islands is acutely aware of. Um, you know, our geographical location, we are positioned uh, very closely to um, our cousins in French Polynesian, not too far off, um, from uh, Christmas Island. So the effects of nuclear testing that took place all those years ago are still being acutely felt by our Pacific people. Uh, So it's really important that all our governments um, unify uh, and and get behind our ministerial declaration and and be proactive in ensuring that our Pacific issues uh, feature prominently in the 2021 nuclear
0: disarmament agenda. Uh, Te Pauru Herman, Secretary for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Immigration in the Cook Islands. Uh, me Takimaata, thank you so much for your time this morning, Secretary, and uh, wishing you and your family and the rest of the team a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Meitake maata. Thank you. Thanks
1: very much, Brian. Appreciate the time and encourage our Pacific people to get informed on this topic. Information is readily available on the Pacific Islands Forum Secretariat website. They are the, the depository Um, and it's well worth um, becoming a lot more informed about nuclear issues in the Pacific. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you.